Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Get the Hillman Morning Show on demand. Podcasts and more are always online and on your schedule at WAAF.com. Okay, 7-Zip in Oakland. David Price gave up four runs in the loss. Uh, he did K six through six innings, so hopefully, uh, you know, the glass is half full. Stay tough, people. Well, Game- I mean, I shoot, know. you're it's you're, pretty empty, LB. You're you're Mister <laughs> Baseball. This team, which won the World Series last year, mm-hmm. is off to one of their worst starts ever. Yeah. They, they have lost four of five. Mm-hmm. They've given up a, a record number, I believe a, a Major League Baseball mm. record, 11 home runs in those five games. Mm-hmm. And they are tied for the worst record in baseball. So is it time to be panicking or is it just a slow start and there's 160-plus games, and nobody needs to worry about this. Yeah, there's a lot of games. This is very, very early. But you can't help but think, what the heck was going on in spring training? Yeah. Yeah. You know, is Chris Sale still hurt? You know, is somebody else still hurt? You know, and and it's like last year. This is like last year in a microcosm. Starting pitching, not going all the way. Leaning on a bullpen that's still shaky. Mm -hmm. You know, and I always said they wouldn't even make the World Series because of their bullpen, obviously. You know, that was wrong, but... It's some. What's going on? Is it the pitching coach? I was. You know? I, I feel like a lot of people are going to be paying for their furniture. Oh. I don't. I don't feel like the. I don't feel like the no no is a is a is a go go is a mm. is a yes yes this particular season right. when it comes to Jordans. Yeah. But, I don't know all right. About well, that. we'll wait and see. Home opener is seven days away at Fenway. We'll be broadcasting from the baseball tavern that morning, as we always do. So I hope you will join us there for free breakfast and fun and frivolity. And Mm -hmm. if you want to win tickets for the home opener, make sure you're listening Friday morning to this show during the 9 o'clock hour and then during the 2 o'clock hour and the 5 o'clock hour. You listen to this station 9 to 5, and you win Red Sox home opener tickets. Love it. Game 2 of the 4 uh, game set out in Oakland tonight, 10-07 first pitch. Kyrie dropped 25. Al Horford had the triple-double, 19-11, and 10 helpers in the 110-105 win over Miami at the Garden. Kyrie. Uh, we'll see if we can get there, man. You know, the rest of the last regular season games that we have it just gives us another chance to keep playing basketball, having fun with it. And then when the stakes get higher, that's when it's going to get more fun and we get to prepare the way we want to prepare and, you know, get to know a team. I'm pretty sure I think we know who we're going to play. But, you know, we'll see how it pans out. And then, you know, go out there and just be physical and, and really come back in and make adjustments at halftime after the first few games, feel out games. And that's always fun when you get to play the game at the highest level. Yeah, this time of year is fun when the Seas are talking playoffs and the Bruins, who I will get to in two seconds, are talking playoffs. Seas heat redo down south tomorrow night. Uh, the Bees are in Columbus tonight. They have uh, lost three of four. They're in second place uh, in the east, and they're going to end up playing the Leafs in the first round of the playoffs. They've got three to go. And good luck, and uh, my apologies to UMass hockey coach Carvel. 
uh, and uh, and Mark and Anthony Delgazzo at the Frozen Four and Mini. Those guys are getting it done, and uh, good luck. It's uh, April 11th through the 13th, and uh, you know what? Hopefully you win a national championship, yeah. and, and I've got egg on my face. Well, what do you I, mean? Well, because I, mean, uh, I, 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 mean, I didn't give a lot of respect to... No. So are you are you are you issuing a formal apology for your belligerence yesterday? Yes. Okay. I have egg on my face. Are you? I apologize to all the UMass alum, to well, the UMass hockey players that yeah. have worked their nuts off to get to where they are. The Frozen Four is a special opportunity. Yes. You know. All right. So granted, granted, I won a national championship in high school and played for the World Junior Team for Canada, and. Uh, and what does that have to do with anything? So you are you are acknowledging that that this, I'm better than them, but I want them to win. You are acknowledging oh that this is a big story. Yes, for right. our state. Yes, that for the I believe for the first time ever, the UMass hockey program yes. has made it to the Frozen Four. All I'm, right. I'm an a hole. All right, and, and they are amazing. Well, most people knew that anyway. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I, they, they, they listen. They listen every day. Um, all right. Anything else, LB? That's it, kid. All right. Uh, this is Ed. Good morning, Ed. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. What's going on? Did nobody say he was going to donate his brain to science? Uh, yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes. That would be, be a very sad study. There ain't much to, do, to look at. Well, well that's the reason you donate it, is so they can learn from the stupidity. You should donate your it's liver called, to science. That's what they really matter. They There's really, nothing left. They there. really like to get your liver. I, I got to tell you, that yeah. is one of the funniest things, you know, because I've had some health issues. Uh-huh. But the liver is awesome. That's how, that's how it is. <laughs> yeah, I always ask. I'm like, how's my liver? They're like, your liver's fine. <laughs> I'm like, really? <laughs> so I can keep going? <laughs> All right. Um, it is 7.05. And as we do every morning, we are going to play your Hill Mail voicemail messages back at 8. So you can leave one of those right now on the poor performance of your Boston Red Sox mm. or the April Fool's Day zinger that was executed by Tom Brady or any other topic. The Hill Mail voicemail number is 617-779-5463. So you leave a message, and we will all laugh at the hilarity of it coming up at 8. So that other chick is really going to have her sugar daddy-funded panties in a bunch. <laughs> uh, if President Trump's threatened border shutdown moves forward... Yeah, Trump is now threatening... To shut the border down with Mexico. Correct. And some of the Instagram influencers are in a complete panic because apparently America would run out of its supply of avocados yes. in only three weeks. Correct. So, how are you going to uh, have your avo toast? I mean, how would I mean we would we we would still have rice cakes, right? 
Uh, but yes, ha- but, unfortunately. Okay, but but um, so they'd have to have their rice cakes without the <laughs> avocado on it. What would they do when it comes to the rising and the grinding, Danielle? They would not probably be able to do it at their most effective level. Now, Steve Barnard, who is the president and chief executive of Mission Produce, which is the largest grower and distributor of avocados in the world, spoke with Reuters and said that, as you just mentioned, Greg, We'd run out of avocados here in America in three weeks if the imports from Mexico were stopped. Now, we import about $137 billion of food through the border with Mexico, Mm -hmm. um, and that includes 90% of the imported avocados that we purchase here uh, in the United States of America. Is there any uh, any risk to fajitas asking for a friend? Yes. Oh, oh there is. Now, oh, really? Now, you can, in theory, get avocados from elsewhere. Do We do also buy them from, we, we, get, we grow them here in California Well, that's what Florida. I was going to say. Do we not grow any avocados in this country? Or we don't, we don't grow a lot of Here's avocados? Here's the problem. We don't grow a lot of them. It's a little off in the season, and the 2019 crop has just started to appear in stores. However, it's going to be half what it was last year because we had a heat wave in 2018 which damaged the avocado crop coming out of California. So they're not going to produce nearly as many as they did in 2018. Uh, The estimate for this year's crop is only about 175 million pounds and the California-grown avocados usually sold in California or in western states. So the likelihood we'll see them here on the East Coast probably pretty low. I know a certain quarterback who must be having absolute anxiety over this. Hill man, good, good to see you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I, right. has I gotta go guy. find that's, some avocados. He probably, he probably has. He's probably cornered the market uh, with a uh, the black market on the supply of avocados. Are he probably gets he gets his from some kind of an avocado dealer he, in upstate New York or on the Canadian border or something no, no, like no. that. Guerrero has an underground terrarium. Oh, he does. Sure. Oh, special oh, genetic right? altered avocados. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was it yeah. Tom Selleck who got in trouble during the drought? Because he, ha- I think it was Tom Selleck, because he has an avocado farm. Oh, and when yeah. they were telling people they couldn't water anything because yeah. of the drought in California, yeah. he was still pulling in water, oh, like he, yeah. not from ways he was supposed to. Right, right. His avocados use a lot of water, boy. Uh-huh. Right, right. But yeah, it's gonna um, be. Right. Uh, it's gonna be a, a big, big problem. Last last fall, there was also a strike uh, by Mexican avocado pickers. Which mm-hmm. affected the Mexican crop. So if yeah. you want the guac, I would get on it soon. All right. Well, if you're an Instagram influencer, <laughs> you better figure out what you're going to have for breakfast on that rice cake in the <laughs> near future if the president shuts the border down. Speaking of Instagram, give me the follow so you can stay up to date with everything that is happening on this show. And with the Greg Hill Foundation, we have several big Greg Hill Foundation events coming up. Our annual Boston Marathon party at the Capitol Grill, and you can get tickets right now before it sells out. It sells out every year. You could go to thegreghillfoundation.org, our newly redesigned website, and buy your tickets for that event. We have our annual Seaport Strong event coming up in May. And, of course, the golf tournament is right around the corner. And I think I've said it on the air but I am taking the golf tournament to the MGM Casino out in Springfield. Nice. And we are playing a hidden gem of a golf course in this state, which is called Great Horse Country Club, and it is extraordinary. And there, I use that word that I'm always criticized lately for using, but it's an amazing track, amazing clubhouse. And so I don't... Usually the golf tournament is uh, nobody, most foursomes that come to the golf tournament 
come back year after year after year. But we may have a stray foursome here and there. So you can always email info at greghillfoundation.org to learn more. But follow me on Instagram. I'll keep you up to date with all that stuff and everything that is happening on this program. And you can find me at Greg Hill 107. That's Greg Hill 107 on Instagram. Coming up next, why a nude selfie from years ago has cost a teacher her job. And we will discuss that on this show next. It is 719 and there is a teacher who, a former teacher who is in the news this morning because she has filed a suit on Long Island over losing her job teaching. And the reason that she lost her job, she says, is sexist, Danielle. Yes. And I just tweeted uh, a link to this if you want to be up to date when it comes to uh, a photo. Because I know many of you are news junkies who listen to the show. (laughs) And so when it it comes to stories about nude selfies and boobs... Uh, you always want to get more details. So on my Twitter feed, Greg Hill, WAF, you can read up on this. But um, this teacher sent a, a topless selfie to a boyfriend years ago. Yeah. We have a lot of educators who listen to the show. So I'm, I'm curious what you think about this if you're a teacher. And you can text in or you can, you can call in. Um, the boyfriend was uh, another teacher. Yes. Uh, but not at the same school. Somehow, this selfie ended up in the hands of a student yes. and was shared. Yes. The school district fired her. Yes. And she has now filed a lawsuit saying that this is sexist. Yes. Because we're not concerned about male teachers Correct. who are topless. Right. Right? Yes. Yeah. It's the man's chest versus the woman's chest. Yeah. This is what's at stake. Lauren Miranda is her name. Lauren Miranda. She's 25. Math teacher? Math teacher. She's taught math at Bellport Middle School for the past four years. I would like I would like for this woman to help me when it comes to multiplying, <laughs> oh, if you know what I'm, if you know be, what I'm oh, saying. Do you need to be tutored? She's Ew. a looker. <laughs> uh, but yes, okay. So she took a topless selfie of herself in her uh, uh, bedroom in 2016, sent it to her former boyfriend, as you mentioned, who teaches in the same school district. Uh One student got uh, his or her hands on the photo, and then the school district placed her on administrative leave with pay back in January. And then finally, after the results of their investigation, they fired her last Wednesday. Now, she's planning to file a $3 million federal suit for for gender discrimination, alleging that her rights as a woman were violated. And she says she's not going to file if they give her her job back. And she said, you know, it's not, shouldn't be that big of a deal. Men expose their chests. Why can't women? Uh, We actually have Lauren talking about her photo. Men can bear their chests without it being questioned with or thought twice over that my upper torso is no more offensive than a man's. What message is that saying to the girls who have their photos airdropped all over the high school and sent all over? What message are we sending to them? To roll over when your picture gets exposed without your permission or consent? So how am I now not being a role model to them? Oh, God, I missed that that Long Island accent going to Hofstra. <laughs> what do you, um, you're a woman. What do you think of this? Um, I, I tend to... I. <clears throat> 
yes, it would be great if we lived in a culture where men's chesticles and women's chesticles were treated the same way. We live in the United States of America. Women's breasts have been sexualized, and this is something we fight against. Um, you know, I don't, I don't think you can be like, well, just because a guy gets to show his chest, I can show my chest too. I don't think it's the same thing. You know, LB likes to revert to the, you know, topless beaches in Europe. Yeah. We don't have that kind of culture here well, so, yeah. stateside. So, yeah. so when, when those ladies up in New Hampshire all walk and they do that, I don't know, is it some sort of protest or yep. look at yep. us mm-hmm. and they're topless, should they all be fired? Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm just going to... Isn't I've, that the same thing? I've yeah. long said that if you are if you are in certain professions, you have to be extra vigilant about types of photos that you take, types of stuff you share on social media, types of stuff that you communicate to people, law enforcement, teachers. Unfortunately, I think you're held to a higher standard within the community in the eyes of a lot of people. Does that make it fair? No. I just think you have to be a little bit more careful about that stuff. Um, you know, should she have lost her job? I don't know. It was a private photo. It was leaked. It wasn't like it was taken in the context right. of a classroom or yeah. shared directly with a student. Well, this is something that was shared between two people in a relationship. Right. Well, here's a seven eight one text that says she is the victim. Right. She shared. I agree. Right, she shared it's a, a personal photo, a, a nude selfie with a, a a guy, and somehow that got into the hands of a right. of a right. student. And she didn't post um, it online. No. Right. She didn't post it on social media. Right. It was sent to one person with right. the intent of that one person seeing it. Right. Yeah. But this just proves no it's out there. It's out there. No matter yeah, if you it. just text it to one person, you know, so beware. Yeah. Do you know what an older woman has between her breasts that a younger woman doesn't chew? <laughs> what? Her navel. That's a good dad joke. That's, that's a golf course. That's, that's, that's a golf no, course joke. Oh, is that like a golf course yeah, joke? Yeah, if you're having a hot dog at the turn. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> it's either a golf course joke or a dad yeah. joke. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, well, I mean, I don't I don't think it's fair. I really don't. Um, I see that our assistant producer, Stiz Grimey, has walked into the studio this morning. Yo! Yo! Um, Stanley's poll is up, I'm guessing. It is, guys. Based on looking at the photo of the uh, the teacher or based on something up. Um, what's your, is your question about this? Yes, it oh, is. Oh, okay. Yeah, we wanted to know, do you think this teacher should have been fired over an old topless photo a student found and leaked? Okay, you can vote on our Twitter feed, at WAAF, or on Instagram. On Instagram, at WAAF Boston. We're also going to throw it up on our Facebook where you can leave a comment, uh, okay. WAAF Rocks. All right. So come back and give us the results in a little bit. Absolutely. And Stanley's poll is up most every single morning. Um, And that is Stiz Grimey, Danielle's boyfriend. Um, Let's see. Here's a text that says, 401 text from Rhode Island. The guy who leaked it should be fired for disseminating pornographic photos to students. How do you know he leaked it? Well, how else would... How else would somebody get a hold of it? Somebody could have hacked your iCloud account. You don't, I mean, there's there's plenty of ways in which someone could have come across that photo. Bad phrasing, but. (laughs) um, Speaking as a professional. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Need me to get something or find something out? Give me two and a half minutes, maybe even three. Now, this texter says, how does a nude photo of a grown woman just magically pop up in in some student's phone or something? I mean, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I I guess the message would be that you should never, ever...
send a nude Mm-mm. to anyone. Never. If you do, don't put your face in it. Don't yeah. put any identifying body right, characteristics right. or parts of your home in it. If you have like, I love when people like it. Like people cut their face out, but you can clearly see the room behind them is something they've posted <laughs> online pictures. a million times before. Well, and for uh, crying out loud, clean yeah. the damn bathroom before you take the selfie. If you have no. tattoos, don't take the no. picture. Here's a text from a teacher, 508 text from a teacher, who says this is the reason why I get nervous about bathing suit vacations on a uh, bathing suit pictures on vacation. Because as a female teacher, people could twist anything. So even there's even a concern among teachers about a summertime bathing suit photo or How something sad like is that? that. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough because that is the stuff that's posted. Right. Yeah. Social media right. and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh let's see the uh, here's a six one seven text that says the blame is on this teacher because she should know better in this day and age. Uh, not to send nude selfies to anyone. She's a teacher. I, I agree. Uh, I agree with that. But I, I think that you know, you also think that when you, t- like, is she still with the guy? No, it's a no. former boyfriend. No, so former, yeah. you, you have to, ha- you have to know that when you get into that comfortable zone of even if you're someone that doesn't send nudes or body part photos or whatever, you have to know that eventually. That photo is still going to be on that person's phone. Mm-hmm. And even though you're vigilant about your nudes, that person's not going to be vigilant about your nudes or your private information. Well, especially when you break up. Exactly. Revenge That's why you and I never bad. take nudes. Stupid, is, man. <laughs> Stupid idea. This is Tim. What's up, Tim? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, so if you're not the intended recipient of a nude and you get it and then you distribute it, that's highly illegal. And the yes. reason I know this is because um, a user on Periscope, if you're a Periscope user, you know OA Elise. She sent out someone's nudes, and she got raided by the FBI for it. Really? Yes. Was it a, guy, a guy's nudes or another woman's nudes? It was a woman's nudes. She sent it to a guy in Canada. That guy in Canada was like, oh, look what I got. She distributed it, and she got raided for it. Her uh, devices were confiscated and everything. Wow. What is this all about, Danielle? Texter says that people airdrop nudes all the time. Yeah. What does that mean? So, like, if you if you have airdrop turned on in your phone and you can receive from everyone, if you have an iPhone, yeah. um, like, it happens in public, it happens on the T, people will just have nude photos and they'll drop it to your phone because you're open to receiving from everybody. So you all of a sudden pick up your phone and bam, there's a D-pick from some guy sitting across the train on the blue line. Really? Yeah. So uh, they're just randomly airdropping the nudes to people that are in the area? That's correct. Huh. Wow, that's weird. All right. Um, (laughs) That's weird. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you could hang out with Shinedown at an exclusive acoustic performance in the WAAF suite before a Red Sox game. Or maybe I should say a Red Sox loss. Come on. Hey, hey, at, hey. At noon on Friday, the first nine people that call in and make a $250 donation to Carrie's marathon team benefiting the home base program will join Shine Down for a performance and the game. So that is at noon on Friday. And it is 7.30. We're going to play your Hill Mail voicemail messages back at 8.00. You can leave one of those right now at 617-779-5463, and we'll play it back. And now it's the news. Excuse me. Oh, God. You all right? <laughs> <laughs> can, I get, can I get you 
A recall. It's cold season. I take, it's like you take that breath, yeah. you start to talk, and then yeah. it hits that one spot in your throat and hits that cough response. Oh. Did you uh, go see the doctor about your lymph node yesterday? Yeah, I did. And um, like I suspected for the last week that I've been sick, it's something viral and I just have to power through it. Yeah. All right. That well, power, power through it. I'm trying to. So the MBTA is beginning their station brightening. Oh. They're sprucing oh. up some of the stations to get oh. ready for the spring season. I see. What, is that, what does that mean exactly, the station brightening? The Heinz Convention Center station getting a fresh coat of paint. Uh-huh. The walls are all gross. Nice. Uh, the South Weymouth commuter rail station, they're doing some pruning on the branches because they hang down over the passenger platform. Evidently, it's an issue there. Uh, all part of a big $25 million effort to get things up and going for the spring season. And here is one T-Rider who opted to remain anonymous. Park Street, North Station, I've never had a good experience. It's never clean. It's always, there's always something weird smelling and everything looks a little off. Everything looks a little it looks, off. It looks a little off, smells a little off. People, people who are there look a little off. Oh. Well, I mean, I think anytime the speed, the T is spending any money, people are going to be critical of it, but I think it's probably a good idea. Well, and it, and it is probably going to cost that much. Yeah, yeah sure. of course yeah. it is. Well, think yeah. about the amount of people. Yeah. Right. You know, it's like a public yeah. bathroom. It's, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. when you get that many people using it, it's mm-hmm. it's you can't keep it clean. Uh, very scary situation yesterday at the Walmarts in Salem, Mass. Uh, elderly crash. Uh, actually, a, a Swampscott woman suffered very serious injuries. She was hit by a car driven by an 80-year-old woman. 80 years old? 80 years old. Happened about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And this is the Walmart that I go to, so this is terrifying for me. Uh, the elderly driver reportedly lost control in the parking lot, hit three cars, and then hit the woman. The woman is a mother of three. She was injured putting her children in the car when the crash happened. Oh. Luckily, they were able to get the car off the mother. Oh, my God. Oh my so gosh. she was transported to the hospital. The elderly woman was cited for speeding and negligent operation of a motor vehicle. I mean, 80 is getting up there when it comes to the driving, don't you think? Yeah. yeah. That's when I'm, you should start retesting. Well, yeah, yeah but I I, I, I I say this all the time, and everybody lights me up. At, at, at after fifty five, you should have to get tested once a year. I fifty five. Nobody kinda lights young you up for that. That's a, I, I would think that's great. I think that's, that's too young. I yeah, think so. Seven, I think fifty five. Fifty five is, is way too. You can't young, even yeah. get out of the registry in four hours picking up plates. Who's doing this road test? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> talk to the family that got just got no, run over. I know. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, I'm no, just saying. saying. Doesn't cut it. Um, but we have some sound from an absolute gem of a fella, Salem Fire Captain Scott Austin. It's a little, uh, you know, nerve-wracking, one working on the patient, but knowing you got a ton of people watching you. But it went well. Guys did great. They kept their calm. And there were about 50 witnesses who saw this all go down, because, again, very busy Walmart mm-hmm. on a Monday afternoon. Uh, and then we got a, a fantastic mass hole news actuality when it comes to the dispatch call. There's a customer who can be seen some cars in the parking lot of Walmart. In the oh parking God. lot of Walmart. Walmart. Um, I wonder if I know who the victim is. I must know who it is. Is she from Swampscott? Oh, really? You oh, know everybody in Swampscott? Oh, it's that I mean, small. Wow. Yeah. It is that oh, small. It's three square miles. Wow. Um, it's like stow-sized. LB just airdropped a nude, and I can only see his gut. 
Is that what that smell is? <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> All right. What else is happening, Danielle? Uh, there's a student uh, accused of stabbing two other students in a campus apartment at the University of Hartford on Sunday, and they're calling it a curiosity stabbing. Now, the students were reportedly rehearsing a scene in a dorm room, and for some reason, they chose a stabbing scene from the Ashton Kutcher movie, The Butterfly Effect, which is a great movie. Now, the problem is, instead of pantomiming or going through the motions of stabbing, the one guy actually did stab the other two guys. He did it with a prop knife, but still managed to do... This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Some damage. According to court documents, he told police that he was curious to know what it would feel like to stab someone who was not provoked hmm. or in danger at the time. Uh, but we've got reaction from one uh, student from the University of Hartford. It shocks me and it scares me because, you know, this is supposed to be a safe campus. Oh. That was up talking. Whoa. Yeah. Safe campus. campus. Whoa, that was extreme. It's supposed to be a safe. He is curious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope he's curious about what it's like to be in jail because that's, what, that's what ought to happen to him. Seriously. Yeah. All right. What else? Big Magic the Gathering card heist at a board game store near Seattle last week. Burglars broke in on Thursday and stole $100,000 worth of Magic the Gathering cards. Did they get the, what's it called, the Black Dahlia or what? The Black Black Lotus. Lotus. The Black Lotus. Did they get the, (laughs) ew, did they get the Black Lotus? No word whether they got the Black Lotus. They did get in through a skylight and the store owners of Zulu's board game cafe think that the robbers must know the store well because they knew where the hard drive was that had all the security footage on it and they stole that too. The one drawer that they stole, we had an estimate of 35,000 cards in it. One person dropped in, I think they filled up all the garbage cans that were thin like this with product and then they hoisted them up the skylight holes. Yeah, it blew me away. It's, It's upsetting. It really is. I mean, we all, like, got respect for these carts, you know? Respect for the game, respect for the people, like, behind the counter. It's like, it's home away from home, you know? It's it's a good community. It's why I got into this. It's the community is the best part. We'll survive. It's amazing that those cards were valued at $100,000. Right? The Black Lotus is around worth around sixteen hundred. Oh, I thought it was more than that. Uh, let me see. I thought, the, I thought, the, see. I thought the Black Lotus was worth way more than that. Like six figures or something like that, shoe. I don't know about six um, figures. We, we talked about it before on the show. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what? Uh, Your nerd cred is dropping rapidly. I'm not into that Magic the Gathering oh, stuff. Oh, you're Come not? On, that's oh, for nerds. Oh, 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 oh right? that's for nerds. Those are for oh, nerds. That's for nerds, yeah. No, the, the, the Black Lotus can fetch upwards of $100,000. Greg, evidently it depends on whether it's an Alpha Deck Black Lotus yeah. or a Beta Deck Black yeah. Lotus. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm getting here. The yeah. Alpha yeah. Deck Black Lotuses, uh, one was sold for twenty seven grand, yeah. and then uh, there was a, a yeah. Beta Deck Black Lotus that was up on eBay for an asking I'm price of six loser. figures. Can she fig- finish her sentence? How much was it? It was six figures for the asking price on eBay. For the it was upwards of $100,000. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> 
Uh, this is Mike. Hello, Mike. Hey, guys. How are we doing today? What's up, Mike? I'm uh, just calling about the whole uh, retesting licensing thing. I live in Florida, and I am so in favor of this, it's ridiculous. I have more stories about people getting killed by the AKA snowbirds than I even want to tell you. I, I mean, it was a couple of weeks ago, uh, a friend of mine was driving down the road and came up on a motorcycle accident. Um, sure enough, it was her son had been hit by an old person and he died. Oh, it was, uh, it was well, a, a couple of years ago. There was a, I think a 89 year old man or 80, 87 or 88. He was, he was up there. He was driving a class a motorhome, hit a family in a minivan and killed all of them. What is the, I age? don't understand. I believe in retesting. If you're, if you're going to have a firearm and I believe in retesting, if you're going to, you know, drive a vehicle, it's a dangerous piece of equipment. And you take it for granted. But what age has one? Mike, what age would you say? You know, my my dad is 67. Um, he's still got his wits about him. Yeah. But I've met people. I've met people that are in the 60 range that are starting to slip a little bit. So I would probably say 65. I, I think the minute you can collect, uh, you know, and, and, and be retired, I think that should also be the same time that you should have to retest and I, I don't think it should just be one retest i think it should be you know a biannual thing or every three years that you have to recertify yourself why why do we take it so personal like why why shouldn't everybody get retested every two years you mean of any age that everybody that people like sure. if you're yeah yeah i mean i i don't understand why you know a lot of people have a lot of problems a lot of people have mental issues at 35 I mean, so so you take Zoloft, or you have to take meds because you know you're not right, but it, your meds make you right. Why is it so personal that you wouldn't have to be tested each year for your license? A texter says it's because the elderly are the demographic yes. that vote, mm -hmm. and that the that. <laughs> That nobody wants to, no politician wants to approach it with the elderly. Mm, that's a good because theory. Because they are the, they are the ones that tend to vote. So, all right, Danielle, thank you. You're welcome. It is seven forty-one, and we're gonna play your Hillmail voicemail messages coming up at eight. But before that, we will get to today's robot uprising report. And find out why researchers at Texas A&M University are terrified of what the robots are about to be taught, which means they are going to kill us. That is coming up next. There's breaking news on a commuter rail derailment um, outside of North Station, Danielle, you have details on that for us right now? Yeah, I'm trying to get exact details of what's going on, but evidently they just unloaded the commuter rail at Malden because of that derailed train. The Haverhill line will be delayed. The Malden station right now is filling up, uh, but I'm trying to get some more exact details on where, which exactly which line that happened. All right, well, just be aware 
that that if you're using the tea, that that may be an issue issue for you this morning. The uh, Rockport train 102 has been terminated due to a low-speed upright derailment with no injuries. A locomotive is being sent to bring the train into North Station. MBTA says updates to follow. Okay. Keep you up to date on that. And let's get up to date on Stanley's poll with Stiz Grimey, the vice president of social media on the Hillman Morning Show. And the poll question was about a Long Island, a former or a soon-to-be former Long Island math teacher that we were talking about this morning, who is going to file a lawsuit if she doesn't get her job back. Uh, Somehow a student obtained a nude selfie that she had sent to a boyfriend and she was fired for that um the question this morning was whether or not that was justified on facebook on twitter and on instagram and what do the poll results look like so far this morning that's right hill dog we asked do you think this teacher should have been fired over an old topless photo a student found in leaked and 97 percent of our audience right now basically on all platforms are saying no no, no way no yeah. way nice yeah. really Uh, Can I just say, I totally agree, you know, is it fair? Absolutely not. Um, But, you know, think if you're the superintendent of this school. Unfortunately, this picture is now out there, and it's going to be all, you know, that anyone talks about. Yeah. You know, so. How is she going to be able, is she going to be able to, like, when she's teaching, are they going to be paying attention to anything other than her abuse? Yeah, that's the problem. Maybe, how about some time off instead of firing her? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not her fault this happened. She, uh, we do so many stories about teachers who do things with students intentionally. Yeah. yeah. This was yeah. unintentional, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, it does, I agree with what Stiz is saying, where it does create an issue. It but, is. But it's, it's not it's, her fault. Right. But it's not her fault. All right. So 97, almost 97% of the people yeah. don't think that she should have been fired so Landslide. far. All right. You can vote on Twitter or on Instagram or on Facebook. Today's weather, it is going to be sunny for most of the day today, and the temperature is going to get to 50. And then one last gasp for winter with a nor'easter happening tonight. Really? For most of you, it's just going to be rain. However, if you live in the 495 uh, snow belt, there's going to be like an inch or two of slushy wintry mixed stuff that you have to deal with uh, maybe tomorrow morning. So rain starts late tonight, and then it'll change over out in that area and could cause some problems tomorrow morning. Speaking of tomorrow morning, we will be broadcasting from Granite Telecommunications in Quincy tomorrow, and it's their annual uh, fundraising head-shaving event I've done this for the last few years with our governor, and he will be there getting his head shaved. I will get my head shaved. Boston Bruins legend Ray Bork will get his head shaved. I believe that there are several members of the Super Bowl champion New England Patriots who are getting their head shaved tomorrow morning. Good stuff. Uh, And there is a surprise uh, visit that we will get from an absolute... Uh, legendary Boston sports hero uh, tomorrow morning. I am uh, forbidden from mentioning who that is uh, because it's a surprise. But the other great thing about it is 
there's like hundreds of granite employees who also get their head shaved. And our pal Rob Hale, who runs that company and is a listener of this program, donates on behalf of everybody who gets their head shaved at that company for charity. It's such a great event. It's a really, really amazing event. It really is. And And let's let's give it up for the hairdressers and the barbers who come in. (laughs) Well, being that I'm frugal, right? I get the free haircut, and I also I like to get my beard trimmed at the uh, at the hair place because yeah. it's such a royal pain in the ass to do it yourself. <laughs> so I was thinking of going to get that done uh, yesterday, but then I said, "Oh, wait a minute! Yeah, yeah. I can get that done uh, for no charge." You timed on, it nicely on, on, on Wednesday. <laughs> all right, so yeah, that's that's all happening on tomorrow's show, and then. We'll be broadcasting one week from today at the Baseball Tavern for our annual home opener live broadcast. So I hope you'll join us at the Baseball Tavern if you're heading to the game. And Jimmy Rooney and his team over there are always gracious hosts, and they offer you a good base before the game. You get a little uh, free breakfast and, and all of that at the Baseball Tavern. So that is happening, one, believe it or not, one week from today. It is the home opener, and the Red Sox are expected to be 1-12 and 12, yeah. uh, by the yeah. home opener. No, it comes you're right, to Greg. Their, comes to their record. That's, so. They're done. Yes, they're all they're, done. Send them all down. Yeah, send them all down. They're all done. <laughs> all right, got to get to this. Get ready to bow to your robot overlords. The robot uprising is coming. Cyberdyne Systems, Terminator Online. Well, terrifying news today from researchers at Texas A&M University, Danielle. Yeah, this is, this is mind-blowing. They say that giving robots a sense of humor might mean that they'll think it's funny to kill us. <laughs> Oh, and that's what and that's what they're thinking of doing now that's is in, is introducing the sense of humor to the AI. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, if the robots get a sense of humor, they'll all be sitting around in the robot break room at work, and one of them will chuckle and say, "Hey, how funny would it be? Hey, how funny would it be if we killed every all the humans at work today and all the other robots yeah. will think it's hilarious and they'll go out and kill all of us? Hey, let's put antifreeze in buyer's coffee. <laughs> oh. I mean, that is... The whole thing is, is that the, the, the AI, the robots, can't understand context. So they say that they're trying to introduce a sense of humor to the robots to make them more relatable to people within our normal day-to-day interactions with them, whether it's, you know, the little robot beeping around stop and shop or something more sophisticated. But the problem is they can't grasp context, timing, or tact. So robots could possibly pick up on some kind of joke that they think is funny, and it could involve killing someone, but they don't logically have the ability to translate it into a real-world consequence where, oh, oh, I misinterpreted that one. Really? Yeah. That's terrifying. Oh, my God. So they'll just be laughing as they mm-hmm. remove our skin. Yeah. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Are you afraid of the the advent of more and more robots in the workplace? Because it's 
it, it's it's happening rapidly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, are are you are you afraid of it, or do you, do you think it's an advantage? I'm not afraid of the actual robots. It's the AI. It's the artificial yeah. intelligence. It's the intelligence part of it that can evolve. Yeah. And maybe become self-aware. So that robot at at the supermarket will be like, oh, we have fresh carrots. And then you turn around and next thing you know, there's a spike in the back of your neck. Do you, do you, think, <laughs> it, you, know? do you, do you think it's something that should be regulated by the government? Like how much intelligence can be given artificially to to machines? No, because then they're going to take the <laughs> that just for the they're going to use it for their own government wiles, and then not like the yeah. let the rest of us benefit from the other mm-hmm. parts of it. I don't yeah. know. I think it's I think it's a I think the slippery slope argument still very much in play. I think it's just like uh, your cell phone. You know, you go from a five to a nine to a ten. They just introduce more technology mm-hmm. to you so yeah. that you're comfortable yeah. with it. Yeah, you get weaned. Right, yeah. so you're not even, freaked out. But even somebody, like a texter points out that even somebody like Stephen Hawking was afraid of artificial intelligence. Right, because um, it, artificial intelligence in theory can evolve like a, like a human from a child to an adult. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, so it can get smarter, it can maybe learn how to lie. Like, yeah. And then if we give it the ability to have a sense of humor, that could evolve in different ways. Um, obscure reference from a texture shoe. Yeah. They were worried about giving data the emotion chip <laughs> right. on, on Star Trek. Right. Is that is that true? Right. He was yeah. and I remember one point he was fascinated with falling in love. Uh, really? Yeah. And yeah. uh yeah, see? But you know, that's data. Um, and that's the twenty third century. And that's yeah. fiction. All right, somebody, we're talking, we're this, talking about factory robots here. This person says every time they go to stop and shop, they think the robot is stalking them and following them through the store. It's probably because they look suspicious. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, It I, also has the giant googly eyes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know whose idea that yeah. was. That I makes mean, it worse. There are a lot of people who have shared with me on Twitter or, or one of the social medias how off guard, how caught off guard they are when they see that robot at the at the grocery store mm-hmm. and about how how freaky it yeah. is <laughs> i guess that's probably like the first real interaction that people have had with a with a robot oh, in a, sure. in a uh, in a commercial in a commercial venture you right. know yeah. yeah all right well um, here's a text a 617 text that says no concept of timing or tact <laughs> who is lb oh that's a that's a Correct. jeopardy question yeah. Who is, yeah. who, who is LB? <laughs> All right. Um, it is 7.58, and this is WAAF-FM and HD1, Westboro, Boston, WEEI-HD2, Lawrence, and WWBX-HD2, Boston. And now, it's your turn to talk as the Hillman Morning Show presents Hill Mail. Joe Biden challenge, y'all. On WAAF. Well, there's another woman who's come forward to say that Joe Biden attempted to give her an Eskimo. Is it an Eskimo Eskimo kiss? kiss. That's what they call the nose to nose, Mm -hmm. the nose rubbing. And so... Can we even um, say that? Can we even call it an Eskimo kiss? I don't know. Somebody, I feel feel like someone somewhere will find inappropriateness for this. It's cultural appropriation. Mm -hmm. That's the bigger crime. Is somebody's yeah. going to come forward? A social justice warrior is going to say, "Joe Biden committed cultural right. appropriation. He's not an Eskimo. He has no right to harass <laughs> women like that. He can't be using an Eskimo kiss if he's not 
one one thousandth of a of an Eskimo. <laughs> All right. Here are today's Hillmail voicemail messages, which are presented by East Coast Metal Roofing. Reach out to them today and find out about their spring into savings program. Because you listen to this show, you get this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.